What's good everybody, Mr. Benji here. Just um, going through document that I'm creating on branding. Still been working on that. Got a lot of ideas, got a lot of interesting information put forth. But what I need to do is, as I go along with this, I wanna make sure I'm explaining what I'm doing, what I'm building, and this idea of branding. It's very, it's, it's not something a lot of creators really think about and really get into. Some of them just do it naturally. Some of them actually plan out their brand, but a lot of it's kind of misunderstood. And there's some things that we want to clear up. So in this one, I've got seven things we want to clear up about branding. And a lot of people get this wrong. I was getting these wrong for a long time. I had experience working with some people in the, market, the marketing department of some companies way back in like 2005 and six. And that started to take me out of the normal normal wave of discussing branding. So branding is for all types of creators, whether you're video creator, whether you're a designer, developer, programmer, whether you're creating events or whatever. Branding is necessary for all creators. And most of us, especially the people listening to me here, are creators. So I want to just go over some of this branding stuff. And that's what I'm going to be talking about today on Mr. Binge's ADD Experience Live. Um, I'm still in the process uh, before I get to that, though, I'm still in the process of getting all of these videos uh, transcribed and put out on a podcast form so they'll be much easier to access somewhere else. I do some of them so you can search for my podcast on my on my website, mrbenji.com, and uh, you can get some of those. But I'm going to all of the ones that I do here aren't there yet. So I'm still in the process of archiving them and moving them over so you'll get to see those soon. And if you're on my email newsletter, you don't have to worry about getting on social media or catching up. You can just go check your email and see what I said the past week or whatever. And because all that's archived there. But yeah, I wasn't going to do this one. So this is not going to be incredibly formal. I'm just going to kind of go through them and discuss them a little bit. But before we get into the thing about branding, really quick, I want to give a quick overview of branding. I had a whole discussion about this earlier, but right now I just want to give an overview for what I'm doing here. Branding is your perceived value to somebody and how you, if you want to sum up brand, your personal brand, it would be your perceived value to your audience, to others. It doesn't have to be the real value. It doesn't have to be what you're actually doing. In fact, it's kind of impossible for it to be that. It's what they perceive. So, that doesn't mean it's fake. It just means this is what other people perceive. If somebody thinks you're um, a dumbass and that's part of your brand, sorry, that's part of your brand. You might want to fix that. If you're a smart person, you have smart as part of your brand. So there are popular brands you can probably think of offhand, personal brands. You know, Floyd, Money, Mayweather. He's a popular one in sports. Oprah Winfrey, Michael Jackson, Kanye West. Gordon Ramsay, The Rock, Kevin Hart, Elon Musk, Bill Gates, Mark Zuckerberg, whether you like them or not, you have a certain perceived value of them. And we're going to get into this in the seven parts. Because I was about to say there's a differentiation between a personal brand and a product brand. A lot of people think of brands, they think of, you know, Tide, McDonald's and these products, but it also applies to people as well. And that's not very well understood by a lot of creators. So let me just jump into it and get these down today. And yeah, be back tomorrow. We've got some show versus business also to talk about. So we'll be back talking about our hero stuff and the news and all that tomorrow. 
But for now, let's just get into the whole seven things that we need to clear up about brands, about personal branding. Hey, I don't mind the hair. I know it's just like, I just kind of, whatever. I know the locks are part of my brand now. I even put in my logo. So that's that. All right, well, and as usual, if you have any questions, be sure just to comment. And I'd like to hear from you on what you think about a lot of this stuff. So be sure to contact me, email, DM, put a comment under this if you'd like, whatever. So let's see. Actually, now I'll just, I'll just keep going. All right, some things we need to clear about brands. First of all, if you're a creator, you probably understand nothing about brands. Let's just get that out of the way. You understand, you don't know what sales is, you don't know what marketing is, you don't know what advertising really is, and you don't know what branding is, and you probably think they're all the same thing. They are not. Sales, marketing, advertising are not branding. They may overlap with branding. You may use branding to, to enhance or think about some of those things, but they're not the same. And I said, the brand is your perceived value. So when you are in the act of branding, you're trying to, you know, they, they used to use the brand on, on cattle where they would, they would sear their mark onto the cattle. So if somebody would know it's there, so they'd know like, Hey, this is mine. The brand is what sets you apart, right? You're trying to sear your, your specific value set, your specific set of characteristics and your personality into someone's mind in some way, form or fashion that could come in the, that could come in your clothing, what you say, how you talk, you know, dentistry is not a part of my brand at all. I've never even said the word dentistry online ever. It's the first time that is not a part of my brand art, video games. Those are parts of my brand. So when I'm branding, I'm actually creating those things. I'm actually creating that personality for myself and letting you know what it is. And I'm, I'm, this is weird for me because I usually don't jump around in my presentation like this, but I got to clear up these things. Anyway, let's go. Number one, the first thing that we need to clear up about brands, your brand is not your logo. Your brand is not your logo and your color set. Well, you know, you, didn't, didn't I just say that, you know, it's like you sear the mark into the cattle? Yes, sure. Your brand is more than just a logo. When people say a brand, they're talking about your personality, your perceived value. When you think about Bill Gates, you may see him as the guy with glasses or whatever, skinny guy wearing the, pretty much the same things he's been wearing all this time, but he's not reduced to a logo. It's not just a... a a picture image. It's not a design. It's a whole package that basically sums up his personality and what you mean, what he means to you. So your brand, you know, I, when you say, when I say putting together your brand, I don't want you to go worrying about a logo, worrying about the colors you use on your website. Those are things that accentuate your brand or may put a picture around your brand, but they are not your brand. Your brand is what people value from you. And that boils down to basically who you are and what you do. Who you are and what you do may have a color associated with it, may have, may have a logo associated with it, may have a special font that you always use, but those are just decorations. Your brand is who you are and what you do. 
So your brand is not your decorations. This is actually a fundamental thing that you're putting forth. And once you get that clear in your head that, ah, yes, my brand is not this little gimmicky thing, you, you might start to take it a lot more seriously. So don't spend time worried too much about your logo and your visual language. Find out who you are and what you do and how you want to present that to your audience. So your brand is not your logo. That's number one. Number two, brands are great for individuals. As I said, people generally think about brands like McDonald's, Ford Motor Company, Coca-Cola, In-N-Out Burger, you know, Slutty Vegan in Atlanta. These are all corporate kind of brands. But not many people talk about the individual brand because they don't really need to. But it's something that creators need to be thinking about, need to be need to be using. Even if you're, you know, you're a, uh, a performer, you're a an actor or some type of personality out there, you definitely need to be considering your brand. What does it mean for you to do what you do? Are you an influencer? Are you a YouTube personality or whatever? You should, you definitely need to be thinking about brands if you're in any of those type of fields. So, but it works for every individual as well if you want to set yourself apart. Because as we said with the, with the cattle branding example, this is to set yourself apart, to make people know what they're getting, to understand you. And the more you do it, the more you realize that you can shortcut your explanations to people and you can set yourself apart. Why would you want to set yourself apart? Well, it's very important right now where we are with social media, mass media, because if I look up marketer, I'm going to find just a, a ton of people. If you look up painter, you're going to find a ton of people. It used to be, you know, well before the internet, well before, you know, everybody started connecting with each other. It used to be very local. There was like one sign painter in the city is the guy you knew who knew some other guy. And there's this other guy who painted murals. So if you wanted to get a sign done, you went to this guy, you wanted to get a mural done, you went to that person. It was very simple. Now you get on the internet, you can search and find hundreds of people and they may come from miles away because you found them on the internet. It's not just your local person anymore. Now you're beginning to see the idea that, oh yeah, I need a brand to set myself apart because on the internet, everybody kind of looks the same. It's easy for me to find other game developers. It's easy for me to find color pencil artists. It's easy for me to find mechanics. What sets this group of mechanics apart from this group of mechanics? What sets Chick-fil-A apart from this other fast food restaurant? Chick-fil-A will, will tell you, hey, we're a Christian organization. Boom, right off the bat. You may not like that branding, but that's what they do. You know, Floyd Mayweather, we talked about him. He actually puts money in his name, Floyd Money Mayweather. So he's all about the money. And it's, it's great as an individual thing, because when you're talking about him, how do you differentiate him? How do you know him? You say, oh, yeah, that's the money guy. And guess what? He lives in Las Vegas. So, I mean, that's even more appropriate to his brand, right? So, listen, it's for individuals. And when you start understanding that you yourself are your own media outlet, you're your own media company, then you start thinking about, oh, OK, so there's a whole brand called put your name here. And then there's you, there's you and the brand. 
they don't have to necessarily be the same thing because you're not always what you present to people. And, you know, as a painter or whatever, I might not show everything about my political leanings or whatever, but the brand is what you're putting out to the people, the audience and what they're seeing. And this is necessary as an individual because we're all forms of media companies right now. This little thing I'm doing right now, it's media that I'm putting out there. I, Mr. Benja is my little media, one person media company, personal branding. And it's great for individuals. So try to stop thinking of it as just a corporate or mass thing. Number three, your brand doesn't belong to you. This is a hard one for people. Although you're creating your brand, although you're controlling your brand, although your brand is uh, representing you, it's not yours. It's the other people's opinion. It's the other people's perception. And it ends up being a collaborative process where you put something out and you'll see the audience react to it in a certain way. They may start reading something into your work that you never put there. They may start assuming that, hey, you're, you're like this guy, so you're both in the same boat. The audience is going to have their own say on what you are and what you do. It's just their perception of it. So letting go of this idea that you have complete control of your image is something necessary for a brand. Of course, you're in the driver's seat. You're the one responsible for everything. But ultimately, your brand as a definition is defined by how people see you. So the reason I'm putting this in here as the list item is because as creators, we're usually we're usually not as aware of what other people are thinking about us as we should be if we're going to be creators. People who are really in tune with their audience and have a strong personal brand, they can say exactly what they need to because they know how the audience perceives them. They know how they're going to be reacted to by the audience. A lot of creators who don't understand it, they get called things like tone deaf. They say they missed the mark. They say they couldn't read the room. Those people are out of touch with reality and they get pointed out and they get blasted very often because they didn't understand that the brand is a collaborative thing. It's part of the people. All right. Number four. Things you need to clear up from branding number four. branding will actually improve your relationship to the audience. So as I was saying in the previous one, you know, it's a collaboration. Your branding will improve your, your relationship with the audience. And why this is a separate one, you know, we think that the product that we're creating is, is, is just the product, but you know, you can never create a product or never create a service and it just exists. It always comes in a package and that package is you. Someone's going to dislike me. Someone's going to dislike my paintings or whatever. Someone's going to dislike all the little things I do. The fact that I'm doing this over Instagram, the fact that I talk the way I do or whatever, people are going to dislike that. And then there are going to be people who resonate with it. But the brand is meant to match you up with that audience. So it's going to cause you, and you'll see this a little bit in the next one too. It's going to cause you to focus your production a little bit, a little bit better. 
because as you're putting out your brand, you're improving your relationship and branding will start to lead to sales if done properly. Because the audience is going to begin to, hopefully they already know you, but the branding is building this likability, this connectability. So the more you try to connect with them, you'll see where you'll look for disconnects. Like, Hey, I put this out and nobody reacted to it this way. That means that connection is not as tight as it should be with your brand and your audience. So the more you put in from, put time into your branding, the better they will connect with you. I think that we should put that more on the top. The more you connect with your brand, the more you connect with the people and the people are ultimately the, the ones who are going to, to uh, buy into what you're doing, whether literally or metaphorically, they're going to buy what you're doing. So if you're selling something, if you're trying to get an idea across or anything like that, you will need to improve the relationship to your audience. And you do that with branding. A lot of people don't think that, you know, branding is really going to help communicate in that way. They just think it's to look pretty back to the other idea, but it really does improve your relationship. And it's, it's necessary to get to that point of sales. You want to get to sales. You got to brand like that. In fact, I want to make a little note about that. Got to make this point a little stronger because the best way to sell right now is through branding. If you just want somebody to buy your stuff, the first thing they're going to say is, why should I buy it from you? And then they're going to ask the question, who are you and what do you do? So if you put the brand first, you've improved the relationship. So I'll add more about the sales bit in there. Sales improvement. Yeah. John Henry actually said a little something about that a little while ago, that the best way to sell is through branding. All right. So we're almost done with these. And once again, thank you for following along and uh, checking me out. I'm going to get back to posting these on YouTube also, by the way, because I've really been neglecting YouTube, but it's the second biggest search engine. So I got to get back on that. All right. Where are we? As I said, this is an informal discussion. I'll be back with this in a much more structured and organized manner later. How you doing, Catherine? Hope things are going well. All right. Number five, things that you're probably getting wrong about branding and that we need to clear up. Your creative output will actually improve with a brand. This is one that throws a lot of creators off. They assume that the branding is just costume. It's just a decoration. It's just external. It's superficial. It doesn't mean anything. It's, it's got, it's a waste of time in a lot of ways. That's what, that's what a lot of people say to themselves, but your creative output will actually improve as your brand is strengthened. And that's for a couple reasons. One is that it, it's going to improve your focus. If your branding is about saving the environment, then a lot of your content is going to be more geared toward environmental concerns. And you just have fewer decisions to make. It's like, well, are we talking about this? Are we talking about that? Well, which one fits the brand better? Okay, well, we talk about this one then. So the more you, the more you strengthen your brand, the more you end up focusing. And as we know, for creators, the more we focus, the easier it is to plow out things and become the authority in a given area. 
And once we start becoming the authority, you know, you have to work harder to keep that authority as your brand. So if you're branded as, you know, the artist that paints blue dogs, there's an artist in New Orleans that paints blue dogs, by the way. If you're known as the artist that paints blue dogs, then it's going to make a lot of your decisions a lot easier. Someone's going to come to you and say, hey, can you paint a, an orange fish? It's like, no, I paint blue dogs. Get out of my face. And your creative output's got to get stronger and better. And not only because you have focused yourself, but once again, the brand is a perception, right? So the second part of this, the brand is going to cause people to see what you're doing and look for the qualities that, that may have been overlooked before. Here's what I mean. If you have a certain type of brand, whatever you're creating, and the people know to expect a certain a certain vibe from it, a certain thing, then once they know what to expect, they can appreciate what you've put out there even more. So your product quality will improve just by virtue of the audience understanding what you're doing, expecting it, and being ready for it all at the same time. There's a story of a, of a, you know, master level concert violinist standing out on the corner, just, you know, playing his violin and people gave him, people gave him, you know, money, they put money in the cup, but they didn't understand what they were listening to. Nobody knew to look out for it. And even the people who understood how good of a violinist that person was, even if they understood it, it, it didn't hit the same because it wasn't in the right format. It wasn't presented properly. The branding was off. It was off brand. That same person the next night goes and does a large concert hall performance and there's people yelling and screaming and cheering and gets paid huge amounts of money for doing the same thing. But now he's on a stage in a suit. What changed? Nothing changed except the perception. There's the scenery, the setting, the building, the expectation, the knowledge before the preparation. This is all, these are all things that people have to do to prepare themselves and you do it all the time and you may not even think about it. When you go to the movies, you know, you get to popcorn, you get ready, you sit down you think, okay, this is great. I'm going to sit down and watch a movie. The experience actually changes because of how you're perceiving what you're getting. So when the out, the product actually changes, you know, what you're doing actually changes and improves because of how you've got your brand set up. I swear to you, you could make the best sushi roll in the world, but if people don't know you as a sushi creator and you just hand them some sushi, they might not get it. They may just be like, oh, okay, well, that's interesting. You're an auto mechanic. I didn't expect sushi, but uh, thank you. And you just, you, you want your product to be worth it. So you will improve not only in perception, on the side of the audience, but it will also cause you to focus and improve internally. So it works on a two-edged sword that way. So there's internal and external improvements that you're gonna get from, from your creative output by building a brand. I'm uh, writing down a little notes because I'm gonna do another draft of this. So you'll have to excuse me when I stop like that. 
external and ex internal and external improvements. All right, number six in the list of things that you probably got wrong about branding. You don't have to be loud, pushy, salesy, or even famous. A brand is not like turn becoming a brand or building a brand is not like being a car salesman. It, I mean, being a car salesman is like being a car salesman, but building a brand, name anybody that you really like, a director that you really like, a, let's see, uh, a comedian that you really like, an artist that you really like. In fact, Banksy, he never shows his face. You know, people say that you have to, you know, have your face out there all the time. I'm putting my face out there a lot. I don't have to, but it's part of what I've decided to do. So I wasn't doing it a lot before. I'm doing it a lot more now. People seem to react well to it. It works with for what I'm doing. So not a problem for me, but it's not something that's required. Some people only show pictures of their art on their homepage, you know, or their, or their Instagram or their Twitter or whatever. They're very keyed into, Hey, I'm just pushing the art. This is it. That's my brand. And that's completely fine. If you never want to talk about your home life, don't talk about your home life. If you never want to talk about what you ate for breakfast, don't talk about what you ate for breakfast. If you never want to be funny or joke, don't be funny. Don't joke. If you don't want to, you don't have to be loud, pushy, salesy, or famous. That is a myth. And it's a trap that you don't need to get caught into. A lot of people use that or try to, but it's really not necessary. Stephen King, you know, we see him come out of his uh, cave every once in a while and say something to people or talk at a university or something like that. Then he goes away and, you know, he just keeps releasing books. The releasing of his horror books, that's his brand. Or I shouldn't say horror because he's kind of expanded out of that, but he's still known as a horror writer even though he writes a lot of other things as well. You don't have to be pushy with a brand. A lot of people think that, you know, you have to be loud and nah, pushy car salesman. There are many, many quiet brands that just subtly and strategically do their thing. You see them, you know them when they come to town, you know what the vibe is. You know, Kanye West is the loud kind of person where you just see him on the news, you see him talking, you see what, my God, who is this guy? Shut him up. As I said, the quieter type, Stephen King, just kind of shows up, does his thing. Still a powerful brand on both fronts. So it's not one or the other. You can find a way to make whatever you're doing work for you. Just put your, whatever the brand is, it's got to be, in a way that people can see once again, who you are and what you do. And your audience should be able to find you at the very minimum, but you don't have to be loud, pushy, salesy, or famous. You could even be infamous. All right. Number seven of things you get wrong about branding. You're not putting on a front and this goes back to the logo logo idea and the sales, uh, pushy salesman idea, salesy idea. But number seven, you're not putting on a front. You're creating a setting. You're creating a forum. 
the brand, the best brand is genuine and makes sense. It's not a lie. It's not a facade. It's just a distillized, distilled. It's just a distilled presentation of a set of ideas that you've got going on, a set of products, a value set that you're sending out. And hopefully it's being perceived as such and you're giving the right value that you want to give out. I'm thinking about this right now with what I'm doing as a creator. I've learned a lot about creativity, building things and the need to get that information across. So years ago, I started really working on not not just others, personal brands, not just corporate brands, not just product brands, but I started thinking about personal branding and that's led me to what I'm doing right now. Talking noise online. Apparently that's become part of my brand and it's not a front. It's what I'm do, what I'm doing and what I do. It's who I am and what I do. It's a setting, right? So now that you've got this, this way of setting, this way of, of seeing what I'm doing, it contextualizes everything. So it's not a lie. It's, it's you being genuine in a given setting. So hope that helps clear things up. As I said, some of those out loud, I see they're not as, it's not as clear as I would like it to be. So I'm going to go back and rewrite some of these, but hopefully that made sense for a lot of you. In fact, let me just run through these very quickly again as a recap. Uh, seven things you're probably not cl too clear about your creator. One, the brand is not your logo. You're not, it's much more than that. It's your personality. It's your complete package, but it's not your logo and your color set. That is not a brand. Those are decorations. Number two, brands work great for individuals. Branding is not just for products. Branding is not just for large corporations. Branding is not just for major celebrities and everything. It's great for regular individual people. And number three, your brand does not belong to you. Your brand is a collaboration between you and the audience, between you and the people you're talking to, between you and the people that may or may not engage, know, like, trust, and buy your product. And number four, branding will improve your relationship to your audience. So all the things you're trying to do to improve your relationship to your audience, your customer service, your whatever, whatever, all that's great and dandy. It's going to fall under the category of branding. If you're, if you're really pushing your brand, your relationship to your, your audience will improve because they're going to know you better and you're going to know them better. And once that happens, communication happens much faster and you'll just connect even better. Number five, your creative output will actually improve with the brand. A lot of people think their creative output is going to go down, that they're not going to be able to concentrate on their art or whatever. Look, I'm just putting out the stuff that I'm actually doing. It's taken me, you know, less than a half hour to go through some things that I'm writing. It's actually helping my writing. It's actually helping me formalize what I'm saying. So I'm a case in point, you know, your creative output will actually improve with the brand. Number six, you don't have to be loud, pushy, salesy, or famous. As I said, hopefully I'm not loud, pushy, salesy, or famous, but you don't have to be those things. You don't even have to show your face. A lot of people don't have to talk. They just post a picture every day on Instagram and say, Hey, this is, 
you know, flowers in the field, number 15, whatever. And they keep doing that and they get plenty of love for it. So don't get caught in the trap of thinking you have to be loud, pushy, salesy, or famous. To be a good brand, you only need to be you. But finding what that is and putting it out there is the key. And number seven, you're not putting on a front, you're creating a setting. So as I said with sushi, it's never just sushi. It's the music, it's the ambiance, it's the things around you, it's the presentation, it's the package. It's this whole thing that's going to affect what the audience perceives from you, the value that they perceive from you. That right there is what you're setting up, what the setting is you're creating for the people. And that's what it is. It's not a front, so it's not a lie. It's just a certain packaging and presentation of your value and a way to communicate. It's a channel. How's that? So, all right, well, that's that for this. I wasn't planning on doing this one today, so, but I'm glad I did because I need to get on writing the next bit of that and wrap it up. And I'll have it, have a whole, maybe, maybe I'll do a workshop for the branding. And if that sounds like something you might want to get into or might want to hear more about, let me know. As I said, I've been doing branding and create creative projects for much of my life in some way or another. So I'm familiar with this stuff. I just really haven't sat down and formalized it, which is what I'm doing now. So thank you all for joining me and being with me on this. Mr. Binge's ADD experience. You can find our podcast on all the podcast channels. Get at me with any questions and see me online, mrbinja.com. Peace. Hey, thanks for joining me on this podcast. You all make everything I do possible and I really do appreciate it. So even if you've got me on social, please visit mrbinja.com and see what's happening and how deep the rabbit hole goes. All right, I'll see you next time. Peace.